This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got some fog out this morning. Not quite enough to trigger a dense fog advisory. 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 18th of October, 2021. Rich Mollers with your KVOM Morning News watching. We've got a beautiful day in store for you today. Sunny skies, a high of 74 with calm winds. It'll be clear and crisp again tonight. Low down to 46. Tuesday, we start the day with clouds, but those will clear out quickly. Sunny skies, high of 76. Tuesday night, slow 53 with a clear sky. And Wednesday, sunny and up to 81 degrees. Now we have a slight chance of rain in the forecast Wednesday night, but that's the only chance of rainfall in our seven-day outlook. We'll continue to see temperatures in the 70s with sunny skies and overnight lows in the upper 40s and low 50s. Right now we do have some fog, 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment to congratulate our KVOM employee of the day, T.J. Holzman at the Museum of Automobiles. Taking a look at obituary announcements this morning, Reverend J.B. Belk, age 94 of Perryville, died on Thursday, October 14th. He was a painter, woodworker, and preacher, and was of the Baptist faith. Survivors include his daughters, Linda Tillery of Perryville, Debbie Turner of Benton, and Donna Trussell of Oklahoma, five grandchildren, five great-grandchildren, and two great-great-grandchildren. Graveside service for Reverend J.B. Belk will be held this afternoon at 2 o'clock at Hope Cemetery in Perryville with Reverend Jason Tuner officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Ronnie Charles McGee, age 78 of Perryville, died on Friday, October 15th. He was a lineman with First Electric Cooperative, retiring after 36 years. He also served as a deacon at Temple Missionary Baptist Church for many years. He is survived by his wife of 58 years, Francis McDonough McGee, son Jeff McGee, one brother, five grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Funeral service for Ronnie Charles McGee will be held Tuesday, October 19th at 11 a.m. at Temple Missionary Baptist Church in Perryville with Brother Gordon Morgan. Burial will immediately follow at Vallman Cemetery in Bigelow by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive guests for visitation one hour prior to the service beginning at 10 a.m. Dell Strachner, age 84, of Cleveland, died on Friday, October 15th. He was a Navy veteran of the Christian faith, a logger, and a cattle and poultry farmer. Survivors include his wife of 61 years, Judy Wittig Strachner of Cleveland, sons Marty Strachner, David Strachner, and John Strachner, one brother, six grandchildren, and seven great-grandchildren. Funeral services for Dale Strachner will be held Wednesday, October 20th at 1 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother David Overstreet officiating. Burial will be at Old Liberty Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends Tuesday night from 6 until 8 o'clock at the funeral home. Approaching 735, we've got some fog, 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 74 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. 
Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, and with some fog, it's 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. A Moralton man died Friday morning when the tractor-trailer rig he was driving overturned on Highway 287 north of Moralton. Arkansas State Police have identified the deceased man as 49-year-old Thomas Johannes. The preliminary accident report indicates Johannes was driving a 2012 Freightliner northbound when he failed to negotiate a curve, causing the vehicle to leave the roadway and overturn. An increase in the number of Moralton High School students earning college credit by scoring high on advanced placement exams or by taking concurrent courses through the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton highlights the South Conway County School District's annual report to the public for the 2020-21 school year Superintendent Sean Halbrook presented the report during last week's regular monthly meeting of the district's Board of Education and noted several student achievements from the past school year. We had one National Merit Scholar last year. We had three AP Scholars of Distinction, two AP Scholars. The number of students taking AP classes increased from 84 to 105. 31 students earned college credit for scoring a three or higher on AP exams. Two scholars made a 36 super score on the ACT last year. One senior graduated with a high school diploma and associate's degree from UACCM. A total of 122 students are currently taking concurrent courses through the school's partnership with UACCM. The report also noted the district met or exceeded the state average in many categories on the ACT Aspire exam last year. Moralton City Council members have four items to be voted on under new business during tonight's regular monthly meeting. The council will consider approval to advertise bids for a new landfill truck, approval of solid waste bids, an ordinance setting residential and commercial trash rates, and approval of the mayor's appointment of John Hall to the airport commission. In addition, council member David Andrews is expected to announce his resignation from the Ward 1 Position 2 seat due to his moving out of the city. The meeting is set to start at 6 p.m. at Moralton City Hall and will be immediately followed by a meeting of the Council's Budget Committee. The number of active cases of coronavirus in Conway County remains at 24, with no change over the weekend. A total of five new cases have been added to the county's total since Friday, that according to the Arkansas Department of Health. The number of active cases in Perry County dropped from 27 on Friday to 20 on Sunday, with no new cases added over the weekend. The state recorded just eight deaths related to COVID-19 since Friday to bring the total since the pandemic began to 8,200. There have still been 43 deaths in Conway County and 21 in Perry County. The number of patients hospitalized in Arkansas declined to 462 on Sunday. Conway County producers and commercial applicators will have the opportunity to dispose of their outdated and unused pesticides during a collection event Monday, November 1st. County Extension Agent Staff Chair Alicia Hugan says 
The event will take place at the Conway County Road Shop at number 33 Southern Valley Road in Moralton between the hours of 8 a.m. and 1 p.m. We're going to be accepting old and outdated, unusable pesticides um, from farms. And of course, this is a event that's completely free of charge. So I want to just encourage anyone out there that has any old or outdated um, and unusable pesticides to bring them out to the Conway County Road Shop on November 1st. The pesticide collection is made available through funding from the Arkansas Abandoned Pesticide Trust Fund. Many old pesticides cannot legally be used or disposed of through usual means such as landfills. If you have pesticides that fall into this category, plan on bringing your pesticides to this event. The purpose of this collection is to promote a safer and cleaner environment by reducing the amount of pesticides that could potentially contaminate drinking water, groundwater, streams, rivers, and lakes across the state. To date, the pesticide collections have brought in over 5 million pounds of unwanted materials from all 75 counties. If you're interested in bringing your pesticides to the event, you're asked to contact the Conway County Farm Bureau Office at 501-354-0101 to pre-register. Any identifying information such as name and address will be removed from the registration form so that you remain anonymous. You can contact your county agent at 501-977-2146 for information on safely transporting your chemicals to the event location. On our community calendar, the Moralton Parks and Recreation Commission meets Tuesday night at 5.30 at the Moralton Community Center. The Plummerville City Council will meet Tuesday night at 6 in the community room. Registration for Moralton Parks and Recreation's Youth Basketball League continues through October 25th. The league is open to boys and girls in grades K through 6. Registration is $60 for one child and $50 for each additional sibling. Registration can be completed at the Moralton Community Center. And the Adelaide Club of Moralton is again making adjustments to its Angel Tree project because of the continued concern about public safety and COVID-19. A tree will not be up at the post office in Moralton. Instead, donations will be accepted to help provide Christmas for children in need in Conway County. Donations can be sent to Adelaide Angel Tree at P.O. Box 174, Moralton, Arkansas, 72110. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast here on KVOM, and we want to make that content available to as many people as possible. So that's why KVOM's News Watch is available on our podcast channel every single weekday. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 743, 45 degrees with fog. KVOM's morning newswatch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Okay, if you're on Newswire Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. 
Junior quarterback Tamarius Martin rushed for a career-high 173 yards and five touchdowns to lead the Marlton High School football team to a 35-34 win over Alma in overtime Friday night in a crucial 5A West battle at Devil Dog Stadium. The Airedales possessed the ball first in overtime and scored a touchdown on a one-yard run by quarterback Joe Trusty, but the extra point attempt was blocked by senior Caden Alzate allowing the Devil Dogs to get the win with senior Jack Landon's extra point that followed Martin's two-yard touchdown run on the third play of Marlton's extra possession. Landon's game-winning kick was recognized as a Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. Jack Landon trying to win it. Extra point attempt is on the way. It's good, and the Devil Dogs win. The Devil Dogs win it in overtime, 35-34. The team has traded touchdowns throughout regulation with neither team leading by more than a single score at any point in the game. The Airedales struck first on a 33-yard pass from Krusty to Briley White on the game's opening possession, but missed the extra point attempt and led 6-0. Marlton was forced to punt on its first possession, but senior Jeremiah Kennedy blocked an Alma punt on the ensuing drive, giving the Devil Dogs the ball inside the Airedale 10-yard line and setting up Martin for the first of his four one-yard touchdown runs in regulation. Alma found the end zone twice in the second quarter and led 20-14 to 14 at halftime. After the Devil Dogs were forced to punt on the first second-half possession, Junior Maddox Hogan picked off a Joe Krusty pass and returned it to the Alma seven-yard line, leading Martin's third touchdown in a 21-20 Devil Dog lead. Martin's fourth touchdown of the game gave the Devil Dogs a 28-20 lead early in the fourth quarter, but his interception on the team's next possession set Alma up for a touchdown and tying two-point conversion with 4.02 remaining. Working with one timeout, the Devil Dogs were able to drive just past midfield, but time ran out before they could get close enough to attempt a potential game-winning field goal and had to settle for getting the win in overtime. Martin's big night on the ground earned him recognition as the Conway County Farm Bureau insurance player you can depend on. He attempted just three passes all night, completing one for 27 yards, but carried the ball 35 times to pick up his 173 yards. Senior running back Jake Session, who had eight carries for 27 yards and was the lead blocker on many of Martin's runs, was named the Colton's Offensive Player of the Game. Junior Caleb McEwen gained 58 yards on seven carries before being forced to leave the game late in the first half with an apparent shoulder injury. Hogan had four tackles in addition to his interception and was named the Colton's Defensive Player of the Game. Senior Julian Brockman had a team-high 11 tackles. Junior Caden Hutchins had eight tackles. Junior Jackson Dixon had seven stops. And senior Dawson Granberry and sophomore Peyton Havner each had a half sack. With the win, the Devil Dogs improved the record to 3-4 and four overall, 2-2 two and two in the 5A West, and keep their playoff hopes alive heading into this Friday's game at Harrison. The Goblins fell to 1-3 and three in conference play with a 28-14 loss to Valonia on Friday. Elsewhere in the 5A West, Farmington clobbered Clarksville 39 to nothing, and Greenbrier pounded P. Ridge 49 to 12. Junior quarterback Tyler Givens passed for 300 yards and five touchdowns, and ran for 64 yards and two more scores to lead Perryville to a 58-14 dismantling of Mayflower on Friday in 4-3A conference play. Senior Austin Diaz caught three touchdown passes. Senior Mason Rowland had two interceptions, and senior Brandon Hoyt had eight tackles and two sacks for Perryville. Mustangs improved to 6-1 and overall and 4-0 in the conference. With the win, they'll play at Paris this Friday. Bigelow kept its perfect record intact in a big way Friday night, getting a 51-18 win over Johnson County Westside in Cole Hill. The 7-0 Panthers return home to face Quitman this Friday. In games involving other area teams from this past Friday, Atkins was pasted by Paris 42-6. 
Hector mauled Mountainburg 20-8. Pottsville walloped Walgren 28-12. Russellville was graded by Greenwood 35-7. Dover was land-based at Bellamar 42-6. Dardanelle floored Fordyce 45-35. Danville crowns Two Rivers 39-6. Conway foiled Fort Smith Northside 23-21. Conway Christian was yanked by Yellville Summit 24-12. Quitman manhandled Magazine 41-0. And Clinton was stymied by Stuttgart 43-14. Number 17, Arkansas lost its third consecutive game Saturday, falling to Auburn 38-23 in Fayetteville. The Razorbacks will play Arkansas Pine Bluff this Saturday in Little Rock. The University of Central Arkansas Bears were on the wrong end of a second-half comeback as the Eastern Kentucky Colonels rallied for a 38-35 victory over the Bears on Saturday night in Conway. Now 2-4 on the season, the Bears will play at Lamar this Saturday. Arkansas Tech fell to 2-5 on the season with a 34-17 loss to Southern Arkansas on Saturday in El Dorado, Marlton's Caleb Kennedy was 2 of 5 passing for 14 yards and had one carry for 9 yards in the game for the Wonder Boys. Another former Devil Dog, Alex Chambers, had 6 tackles and a pass breakup for Tech. The Wonder Boys will host Henderson State this Saturday. On Nemo Vista is set to open its basketball season tonight with games at home against Bradford. Junior boys play at 5 p.m., followed by senior girls and senior boys. Also tonight, Marlton's 7th grade football team plays at Little Rock Christian at 5 o'clock, and that is our sports this morning. All right, Eric, a lot of good uh, sports updates, and finally feels like football season. How about that? It did, Yeah, finally. Finally got cooled down a little bit, so it's good. Great, great. All right, well, Eric, thank you so much for those updates. We've got 45 degrees uh, right now at the KVOM studios with some fog and mist in the area. Uh, no uh, fog advisories or anything uh, like that in effect, but uh, we do have some fog out there, and uh, the remainder of that will burn off around mid-morning. Otherwise, mostly sunny today, our high of 74 Tonight, mostly clear. Be pretty chilly again, down to 46. Uh, that's pretty much uh, where we're pretty close to where we're at right now. Uh, for tomorrow, decreasing clouds, a high of 76 degrees. Uh, warming up through about midweek. Uh, Tuesday night, mostly clear, low down to 53, not quite as chilly. And then Wednesday, sunshine will actually be back in the 80s, a high of 81. And it'll be short-lived, though. By Thursday, we'll be back in the mid-70s, 75 for a high Thursday. And then Friday, back down to 72. So uh, we'll warm up uh, slightly here about midweek, but then uh, we'll uh, go back down here as we head to uh, the weekend. Taking a look at current conditions at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 100%. Our wind speed is calm right now. Barometric pressure, 30.20 inches. Our dew point is at 45 degrees. We have a three-mile visibility. The low this morning was 41 degrees. The high yesterday was 75. The low a year ago, 38, with a high of 78. No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios, and our total for the year remains at 40.10 inches. Sunset tonight, 633, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 720, when you join us for Mornings in Moralton right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, some a little bit of fog and mist outside, 45 degrees at the KVOM studios at 752. Our Monday morning edition of News Watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
Once again, you're listening to KVOM's Monday morning edition of News Watch. We're coming up on 7.59, and we're back with our close-up segment this morning, visiting with Jennifer Jones on behalf of the Victory Mission Bible Training Center. Jennifer, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I am pretty fantastic. What about you? I'm great. I'm great. It's always uh, good to have you here, and of course, uh, always uh, good to talk about the good things uh, going on there at the Victory Mission Bible Training Center. And Jennifer, you've got a yard sale, a big yard sale, you said, uh, coming up this weekend, right? Yes, that will be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this week, and that will be starting at 8 o'clock in the morning and going on until whenever, and uh, come on out and find your treasure. We have a little bit of everything, and this is one of the main ways that we help raise money for our center. So come on out. That's at 750 Austin Road in the township of Austin. All right. Uh, Jennifer, at this time, are you accepting uh, donations of uh, items for the yard sale, or have you pretty much uh, got all that lined out? Actually, we're always accepting items. So if you're cleaning out those closets or cleaning out your garage or storage buildings and you just don't know what to do with those things, you can bring them on by to us and um, we will give you tax letters if requested. All right. Well, fantastic. Of course, uh, this uh, is a big time to talk about food drives. Of course, we know that uh, the uh, Harvest of Hope uh, food drive uh, with the Care Center is uh, going on at this time, and uh, lots of different uh, folks uh, collecting food as we move uh, towards the holiday season. And uh, you've got a canned food drive coming up, right? Yes, that's coming up, and that will be on October 29th, and that's a Friday. And that will be at Goods Cash Saver over in Clinton, Arkansas. So we're stocking up on our canned goods for the for the fall and winter season. So if you want to come donate to that, come on out and see us. And if you need prayer, we'll have people available to pray for you for whatever ails you too. All right. Well, Jennifer, for the folks that uh, don't know the mission of the uh, Victory Mission Bible Training Center and, and what you do there, if you would uh, share that with us this morning. Yes, we're a faith-based alternative rehabilitation for people who've had problems with alcoholism, addiction, or emotional problems, and we're strictly Bible-based, so we get them in the Word, watch God change lives radically. I'm living proof of that myself. He saved my life some years ago, and I've never been the same again, and now I get to help other people. So you can give us a call at area code 501 386-1493 and we'll be glad to help any way that we can. All right. Jennifer, anything we've uh, left out this morning or does that pretty much cover it all? Well, I'd just like to say that there is hope for anyone who's struggling. There's no problem that is too big that God cannot take care of that for you. So again, give us a call if we can help you in any way. Jennifer Jones with the Victory Mission Bible Training Center. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.